You're listening to Mystery Still Unsolved, a podcast where we discuss unsolved mysteries, both past and present. I'm your host, Rochelle. Today, we will discuss six pieces of cursed jewelry. Hello and welcome back to Mystery Still Unsolved. I'm so excited to be back here with all of you today. Um, today we are going to be discussing something very interesting. I thought we would give um, the Amsterdam cases a break just so that we can talk about something else and I thought it would be really fun to discuss cursed objects, specifically in this episode, cursed jewelry. I kind of got on this kick because I have been reading a lot about different pieces of cursed objects and cursed places, and so that's just kind of been what I've been personally googling the last few weeks, um, and I really thought that this would be fun, and a lot of the jewelry pieces that we're going to be talking about are pieces that are pretty well known. So I'm really excited to get into that today, but before we do that, I do need to do a little bit of housekeeping. So um, if you're not already following me on Instagram at mystery still unsolved, you should go do that if you love yourself. <laughs> if you want to abuse yourself, then don't. But if you love yourself and want to be kinder to yourself, then you will go to my Instagram and follow me at Instagram at mystery still unsolved. Um, if Instagram isn't your thing, um, that's totally fine. You might not know when we drop an episode though, just saying, um, you can go over to my website. It's www.mysterystillunsolved.com. There you can binge over a hundred of my episodes. Uh, you can go over to my merch, you can purchase vinyl stickers, um, and then you can also pre-order a t-shirt. And I'm going to be placing a pre-order of t-shirts um, probably like the first or second week of August. So if you want your spooky shirt before October-ish, let's say, uh, you're going to want to go over there and pre-order your shirt. Speaking of pre-ordering shirts, um, if you weren't aware, then you're probably not following me on Instagram at Mystery Still Unsolved. Uh, we just hosted a giveaway over here uh, because I just celebrated my three-year podcast anniversary. I have been putting out these episodes for your audio enjoyment for the last three years. I can't believe it. And um, one of our... Uh, I mean, not one of our, but basically the giveaway was that anybody who entered got a free vinyl sticker. So thanks to all of you guys who um, entered the giveaway. I've already sent out your stickers. I'm so excited for you guys to get them. Um, and then, drum roll please, we have a grand prize winner. A winner of not only a sticker, because everybody got a sticker who entered, but... A devilishly cute pin, a morbid coloring book, and a free Mystery Still Unsolved t-shirt of their very own. Uh, 
I didn't, I haven't gotten permission to share her Instagram handle, so I'm just going to say her first name, but congratulations, Addie. Thank you so much for like entering into the giveaway. Thank you guys all for entering to win the giveaway. Um, I wish I could give you guys all a free t-shirt, but I'm happy that I was at least able to give you guys all a free vinyl sticker. Um, but if you're super bummed that you either didn't know about the giveaway or you didn't win the giveaway, not to worry, not to worry. Um, my birthday is coming up in August and you guys know that I always spoil you guys for the podcast anniversary, my birthday, and then the Halloween series. So there's still two more giveaways planned before the end of the year. So make sure that you're staying current on the episodes. Make sure that you're staying up to date with my Instagram and everything's going to be all right. Okay. Just take some deep breaths. (laughs) Everything's going to be just fine. Um, so I think that's it for my housekeeping and updates as of right now. So without further ado, let's get on into it. All right. So the first cursed piece of jewelry that we're going to be discussing today is probably the most notorious and well-known. It is the Hope Diamond. And this is easily the most memorable of all ostentatious jewelry. And just about everyone who has owned a piece of this jewel either went bananas or has been rumored to be ripped apart by wild dogs, or so they say. Rumor has it that the original stone was stolen from a Hindu idol and acquired by Jean-Baptiste Tavernier. Funny story, a lot of these gems were allegedly stolen from Far East religious idols. So note to self, if you ever go visit any of these places, don't steal it. Just don't because it will bring you nothing but misery and woe and tragedy. So there's this big rumor that Tavernier would later be eaten by dogs, but I was able to research into this and he actually was not eaten by wild dogs. This is a rumor and I was tricked. Other people have been tricked and I'm just going to blame the Hope Diamond on this one for just making everybody go a little bit cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So here is the list of just a few of the folks who own this diamond and did actually have bad things happen to them, although it wasn't necessarily being ripped apart by wild dogs. So Marie Antoinette and King Louis were beheaded. Um, I actually did like a huge deep dive into Marie Antoinette, not recently, but last year because I was Marie Antoinette for Halloween and I would consider myself not a method actor, but a method Halloween costumier (laughs) because when I decide to be somebody, especially somebody who is a historical figure, um, I really do a deep dive. I want to know what they've said, what music they listen to. Uh, I just like try and like learn as much as I can about them so that way I can portray them as best as possible on my at my Halloween parties. So Marie Antoinette actually wore this jewel around her neck and I can only I mean that can't just be a coincidence right that she wore it around her neck and then was beheaded. Uh, Princess de Lamballe was beaten to death by an angry mob. I don't know what she could have possibly done. Um, Jacques Collet committed suicide after going a little bit bananas. And Serbaya was stabbed to death by her royal lover who actually gifted her the stone. Which, like, rude. You could have just asked for it back. Um, and then there's another guy named Simon Monterides who died in a carriage crash shortly after acquiring the diamond along with his entire family. 
And then there's the story of Mrs. Evelyn McLean, and she purchased the Hope Diamond from Cartier in 1911. She claimed, oh, this is all like like hogwash, and I'm going to figure out a way to reverse any curse that has been placed on it. And McLean would actually go as far as to kind of like throw... She just, like, really didn't take the curse seriously because she would actually throw these very elaborate, um, lavish finding the hope parties where she would hide this massive gemstone somewhere in her estate and then invite guests to look for it on this sort of, like, sordid scavenger hunt. Um, sadly, the gem would get a hold of the McLean family as well, maybe because he was, she was almost kind of like taunting the curse Um, because in the end McLean's son was killed in a car crash at a fairly young age for the time her daughter died of an accidental overdose and her husband would eventually leave her for another woman and then he would die in a sanitarium so no bueno no bueno for sure the second um, cursed piece of jewelry that we're going to be discussing today is the black Orlov diamond It is incredibly gorgeous, and I'll make sure that I post a picture of all of these um, cursed pieces of jewelry on the Instagram at Mystery Soul Unsolved. Shameless plug! Um, But I, as gorgeous as it was, I don't think I would touch the stone with gloves on, or I just don't think I'd touch the stone at all, because it does some creepy stuff. So, okay, it's also referred to as the Eye of the Brahma Diamond because the stone was allegedly stolen, again, from another Hindu god. Um, It was one of the eyes in a statue um, called Brahma in Pondicherry, which would eventually explain kind of the curse because, again, these diamonds are all stolen. That's some bad juju. You're not really setting up a very strong foundation for uh, not being cursed if you're going to steal from a religious artifact. Um, so many of the owners of this black diamond committed suicide after acquiring it. So we have J.W. Paris, who is the one responsible for bringing the diamond to the U.S. in 1932, and he actually jumped his death from a skyscraper in New York shortly after bringing it back. Uh, the next owners were two Russian princesses, no relation, um, Nadia Viegan Orlov and Leonila Galison Bariatinsky, who both committed suicide months apart by jumping to their deaths from buildings in Rome. From there, it was cut into three different pieces by a jeweler who claimed that the division would break the curse. I feel like that's a huge, like, risk because it's either going to break the curse or you're going to start killing three people at a time because anybody who touches this or owns it dies. But it seems like maybe it did break the curse or at least lighten the the issues of the curse because we haven't really heard much about this stone until actress Felicity Huffman was supposed to wear the necklace at the 2006 Academy Awards, but mysteriously and last minute decided against it, which probably was a smart move. However, she did do that in 2006 and just recently Felicity Huffman went to jail for 30 days for this huge college scheme. So while it didn't kill her or cause her to commit suicide, maybe it's still bringing her people bad luck to this day. 
Okay, the number three, the diamond that we're going to be discussing is called the Kohinoor diamond. And this 186 carat diamond can be seen in the Tower of London on display as a massive part of the crown jewels. The diamond was taken from India in 1850 and given to the British royal family. Today, it's currently set into the crown of Queen Elizabeth, which is the crown that is on display at the Tower of London. Thankfully, for these royal women, the curse only affects the men who wear it. So if you're a lady and you would like to try on this crown, go for it. Um, but every man who has worn the stone has lost his throne, which may be why it's never been worn by a single male heir since Alexandra first placed it on her head. The next piece that we're going to discuss is the real-life one ring to rule them all. So this possibly is the ring that may have inspired J.R.R. Tolkien to invent the one ring of Middle Earth. Possibly. Maybe. We don't know for sure, but it's possible. The ancient Roman ring bears the inscription in Latin, and I'm going to mess up this first word because I'm not very good at Latin, Senesianus. Senesianus. Live well in God. That inscription ties it to a Roman tablet inscribed with a curse on the man who stole it. So don't steal it. The fifth piece that we're going to discuss today is the Delhi Purple Sapphire. This jewel was discovered just 30 years ago by Peter Tandy, who was the curator at the National History Museum in London. He found it inside the museum's mineral cabinets. The gem was supposedly sealed up in several boxes, surrounded by protective charms, and it even came with a warning. And the warning reads as follows, quote, whoever shall then open it shall first read out this warning and then do as he pleases with the jewel. My advice to him or her is to cast it into the sea, end quote. Many suspect the gemstone, which is actually not really a sapphire, was part of the looted treasure stolen from Temple of Indra in Kanpur during the bloody Indian mutiny of 1857. The cursed course was brought into England by Bengal cavalrymen Colonel W. Ferris, who eventually went bankrupt as did his son after he inherited the stone from his father. It was then purchased by writer Edward Heron Allen, who later claimed that it brought him nothing but bad luck. So what do you do when you get an ancient piece of jewelry that's given you bad luck? Do you throw it into the fire? Do you throw it away? Do you hide it? Do you bury it? Do you throw it into the sea? That's what some people would do. But not Edward. No, he gave it away to friends! <laughs> That's not nice. I mean, at least if you're going to give it away, give it to somebody you don't like. But he gave it away to friends. And these friends promptly returned the jewel back after experiencing mountains of misfortune, including a professional singer who lost her singing voice forever um, after possessing the stone. Gem Select even claims that Heron Allen threw the Delhi Purple Sapphire into Regent's Canal only to have it returned to him a few months later after a dealer bought it from a local dredger. The jewel was eventually sealed up and sent away to the family banker with the instructions that it should stay locked away until after Heron Allen's death. Only after three years after his death would his banker be allowed to donate it, and Edward made sure that in his will he wrote, under no circumstance was Heron Allen's daughter ever allowed to touch or possess the stone. So clearly, Edward was feeling 
some bad juju, his spider senses are tingling, and he did not want his beloved daughter anywhere near this jewel. The sixth and final piece that we're going to be discussing today is the Lydian Hoard. The Lydian Hoard is a collection of elaborate jewelry, plates, pots, and other golden pieces, but the brooch and the necklace in particular from the Hoard have caused its owners nothing but misfortune and trouble. A part of King Croesus's treasure, the loot dates back to 547 BC, but in 1965, when it was discovered in a dig in the village of Kier, is when the real trouble begins. The treasure was found in the tomb of an unknown princess and promptly looted by just about everyone. Over 150 relics in total were ransacked, and almost all of the looters met with sickness, misfortune, and even death. So, moral of the story, do not steal any piece of jewelry, especially ancient jewelry, in particular because of these cases that we've been discussing today, particularly Hindu jewelry, and if even if you don't steal it, don't buy it <laughs> because it's not going to bring you anything but problems. It's just going to be really problematic for you. And I know that it's tempting because you want to buy these pieces and you want to wear these pieces because it indicates some sort of status or prestige. But if you do it, don't be surprised if some bad stuff starts happening to you, if you start experiencing death all around you. So better just not. Um, thank you guys so much for listening today. I really appreciate you guys coming each and every week to discuss true crime and mysteries with me. It's really so fun. I love researching these cases and I love researching them because I feel like every single time that I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'll like start, you know, kind of going on this scavenger hunt almost of what do I think that you guys will like. And when I was reading about these particular items, I just knew that I had to cover it because I thought that you guys would also find it fascinating as well. And it's probably something I'm going to be covering more in the future. I mean, I'll definitely space them out because I don't ever like to talk about the same thing week after week. I like to kind of mix it up. But um, I just thought that'd be really fun to discuss today. There is this one box that I want to talk about. Um, you may even know which box I'm referring to, but I actually don't even want to say the name at this point um, because I'm actually going on a trip next week. Um, so I will actually not have an episode for you guys next week. I will have two bonus episodes for those who participate in the patron program. If you're interested in participating in the patron program, I will link the link in the show notes, but each and every month you'll get a bonus episode and this month you'll be getting two because I um, was not able to do one last month when I was in Amsterdam. Um, but if you are going to be missing me and you want to listen to bonus episodes, you should go over there and donate to the patron program and then you will be able to listen to those but I'm not going to be able to record an episode for everyone tomorrow or the next week just because I'm going to be out of town um and that's also another reason why I don't want to cover that box because apparently even saying the name of the box will bring you misfortune and I really just I don't want that right now in my life <laughs> I'm trying to put out good juju not bad juju um so one of these days when I feel brave enough I will discuss the box with you but that day is not today and that day is not in the next seven days so maybe maybe not I don't know 
<laughs> we shall see. All right. Would you like to better know how to support this podcast? Of course you do, or else you wouldn't be here, right? Okay. So, like I said, uh, go over to my Instagram at Mystery Still Unsolved, follow, do the notification bell. That way you'll never miss a single episode. You'll be updated in all of the cases that we cover and you'll be updated on giveaways and just overall news. Um, if you are not interested in Instagram, that's totally fine. I actually applaud you because I'm not that mentally strong to not go down the rabbit hole of Instagram, but I implore you. Okay. Um, if you're not into that, you can go to my website. It's www.mysterystillunsolved.com. There you can binge the episodes. You can learn more about me. You can go to my store. There's all sorts of fun things to do over there. Um, and then if you would like to become a patron program, again, I'm going to put that show note in the links. And oh, also I feel like it was really hard for me to come up with a case this week. So I am just going to do a call out to all of you. If you have a case that you would like me to discuss on the podcast, if it's a famous case, that's okay. You can um, do that. And if you just are interested in hearing my take on it, I would be more than happy to do it. But it's always nice to just kind of get like a big stockpile of great mysteries and true crime events um, to discuss because I like to discuss the things that you guys want to hear about. So I feel like I've already gone through a lot of the ones that you guys have sent me and I'm kind of dwindling in them. So um, just consider this an official call out to you guys. Um, if you don't send me anything, that's totally fine. I can totally do the research on my own, but I do like to do cases that you guys like to hear. So if you want to hear anything, send me a DM. I'd be happy to look into it and see if it's, uh, big enough to do like an entire episode about. Um, I think that's it. Super weird. Okay, but if you want to best support this podcast, that way will be and will always be to join me next week when together we'll discover, did anyone ever place a useful tip? Has justice prevailed? Or is the mystery still unsolved? <laughs>